This is Cultivate a Good Life, Episode 31, Progress Over Perfection. Welcome back to the show. I'm Becky Higgins, and with me is my friend, my co-host, and the person laughing at me because I had pep in my step when I said that title. I loved it. <laughs> Hi, Becky Proudfit. Hi. And we also have with us Monica Packer. Hello. And you're going to get to know her real quick, and we'll yep. introduce her after our sponsor, but I'll tell you what brought us here. Uh, Alt Summit. Yeah. That's what you love, like, Alt it, Summit. That, like, we're in Palm Springs right now, and... Recording in hotel rooms is quickly becoming a thing. It's becoming a thing, but I'd like to point out that we're not sitting on the floor. That's an improvement. I also want to point out the elephant in the room. What's that? You guys are sitting on chairs. I am sitting on something that I pulled off the patio (laughs) that is either made of plexiglass or glass glass. And I'm just saying, if I go through, (laughs) (laughs) if if my weight somehow cracks this thing i go down strong you guys are gonna be just fine we're gonna, gonna be, be great be fine. okay we'll keep the show must go on just yes. roll over stop the bleeding <laughs> you're gonna be great. that's probably what will that's happen good. all right real quick let's hear a word from this week's sponsor in this episode we are talking about overcoming perfection but we're just gonna appreciate a little moment of irony right now because Lately, both of us are actually feeling like our eyebrows are closer to perfection than they've ever been. And we're not really mad about it. Not mad at all. This perfection does not come from penciling them in, getting them tattooed, or even microblading, which I personally considered for quite a while. The eyebrow magic we're experiencing comes from Shine Cosmetics, and it's called Fiber Brow. It literally volumizes, tames, and tints your brows. Keep in mind, we're both working moms with full schedules who don't want to take more than I'd say five to eight minutes to do makeup on any given day. So the Fiverr Brow is quick and super easy to use and fits perfectly into our makeup routine. It seriously makes us so happy. Visit shinecosmetics.com and enter the code Becky, B-E-C-K-Y at checkout to save 10% on your total order. And you can use that code as many times as you want when you place an order. We're definitely recommending you add Fiber Brow to whatever else you want to take for a spin. Their entire line of cosmetics is absolutely terrific and take it from me, I'm ultra picky and try every Everything. She really does. Again, that is shinecosmetics.com and the code is Becky. Okay, so I'm not nervous. It's fine. Like We're actually really excited because... No, we're excited. Coming to Alt Summit... Nervous about falling you to don't, the chair. Oh, oh, right. We are nervous for you. Yeah, no. But coming to Alt Summit was totally a last minute thing. We did not think this was going to be on our for calendar us. for this year. For Becky for the and I. Yes, yeah. And... As I was looking through, I saw that Monica Packer was coming, and I love, love, love Monica's podcast about progress. Yes, good and I will stuff. say you're one You're're of so the nice. more original, like the OG podcasters. So she's been at this for a longer time, a lot oh, longer time. Than yeah. Us. Well, I mean, we're still newbies, but Monica, you've newborns. been at this for like two and a half years. Yeah, Is that almost what you were two saying? and a half years. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes you like. And so she I know was, first thing I'm ever OG in. That's so. right. You are. You're the podcaster OG, but. And I don't even know if we've told Monica this yet, but she was on like my top three list of like people at Alt Summit when we found out very, very oh, last minute that we were coming. Goodness. That I was like Monica Packer. Well, and she's been on our short list so for guests forever. Yes. So we ran oh, into her goodness. and tackled her to the ground and said, "You're coming with us." <laughs> I'm so honored. I really could not be happier about Nobody that. Nobody wants Thank to you. be tackled by us, but I do. <laughs> but we did tackle. That's right, Becky squared. No, it's kind of fun because, and what's really just to take that a step further. Further is I didn't I actually didn't know that mm-hmm. I didn't know that mm-hmm. for you personally but when um, when Becky and I were in touch about let's maybe let's just bring the recording equipment because you know yeah. it's it's in the suitcase right. let's just bring it and anyway here's my short list of like here's a, a few people that if it were up to me I would mm-hmm. and and hello Monica Packer oh sitting right there at the gosh, top of the I'm list so, so it's really what's really cool is I then said to Becky you know what this is way too last minute like it's too it's way too last minute to ask anyone 
to record a podcast when we're all consumed with being here, being present, being part of this this conference. Mm-hmm. Let's not worry about it. And then we saw you, and then we tackled in the first you. Five was I know, and it really be. was like yeah. you're literally the first person that we ran into that we know and love Yay. already. <laughs> and now we're just this is just the best ever. Wow, I am like blown away by that. That is amazing. Well, we're blown away blown away by you because of what you're doing, the work that you're curating, and the way that you share with people, mm-hmm. and the reason why we connect with it so much is because that is the mission that we share with you, which is we're trying to put light out there mm-hmm. and share goodness and share things that really, truly add value. And that's exactly what you're about. And it's clear as day if you listen to one episode of About Progress, you feel that, mm-hmm, you sense it sure. from Monica, like you you know, you just know what she's about straight away. It's wow. pretty cool. This so. definitely made me feel better than like anything else has in the last two and a half years. Oh, no. so. Just trying to stroke Thank your ego because you. certainly. Because Becky feels bad that she tackled you. <laughs> <laughs> but today I'm actually really excited. And we have kind of touched on this topic a few different times, yeah. right? In the Jody Moore episode. Oh. Uh, Jody might have coached Bex in this. And in the episode that aired last week about organization, we talked <laughs> about, do you remember we talked about um, the difference between men and women and the mm. relationship they have to organizational stress and yep. how women, when they feel they feel a higher level of stress and they release cortisol and that and causes all kinds of problems. <laughs> wow. And men, they just don't have that same response. Correct. Right? And so, In general, right. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's kind of a perfect lead into this because today we are going to be talking about progress over perfection. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of Monica's... Oh, it's her Life jam. mission. Like, it's this her is jam. your jam. And yeah. so tell us more. What does that mean to you? Well, and especially because it's not, like, a topic that she picked out of a hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have, this is, yeah, yeah I've speak lived to it. that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've lived it. I mean, the nutshell version of it is I was an overachieving perfectionist my whole life, and it caught up to me in a really ugly way. And, I mean, 21, several eating disorders, mental illness, suicidal, and I never looked better. Like, nobody yeah. ever would have guessed on the outside. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. almost straight-A student and mm-hmm. doing everything right. Probably the envy of so many women that I just mm-hmm. wish I could now say, like, I was real messed up. You know, and yeah. I can say mm-hmm. that now. But after that, it was then years of trying to recover yeah. and to um, learn that I needed to work on progress for progress sake. Mm-hmm. And where that took me, I mean, again, this is the nutshell version, is being an underachiever, a procrastinator. Mm-hmm. For a long time. Which so is, you swung in the opposite direction. A pendulum swing. Uh, yeah. But honestly, it's still perfectionism. Mm, right. Most of the women I talk to who are perfectionists are the underachieving kind. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that don't even think they qualify as perfectionists because they're not good enough in their mm-hmm. minds to oh, even wow. say they're a perfectionist. Well, that is that the is high like, majority. Hold on. That's a lot to swallow. Mm-hmm. I know. It's like, really I never true thought when you of think it about that it, way. though. Do you know how freeing it is for women to really recognize I'm a perfectionist. I'm um, not a procrastinator. I'm not an underachiever. Mm-hmm. I'm a perfectionist. I'm not lazy. There's not I'm not a problem lazy. with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That has freed a lot of women from a lot of guilt and shame. But then again, that's because we praise perfectionism so much. And I mm-hmm. think it's such a false praise because it never exists. Chasing perfection. I mean, it, you can't grow when you're yeah. seeking perfection. It only leads to burnout, obsessiveness. Mm-hmm. I mean, all kinds of mental illness. If you are succeeding or almost succeeding. Right. Probably has negative effects sometimes on relationships. Everything. That's what I was just going to say is in the times when I have really felt perfection uh, negatively impact my life. And I am a pretty mellow person in general. But when I have projected like, and we talked about this in the organizational episode, when, when I project my like inner chaos onto other people so like I project Mm -hmm. my inner chaos as expectations on my kids being perfect or my house looking perfect or my marriage being perfect or any of these outward things it has those have been the darkest times in my life definitely interesting and it goes both ways because Mm -hmm. if you're you're trying you're striving so hard to be um achieving externally Mm -hmm. and even if you have that you're falling apart inside exactly and then if you're still hinging your worth off off of what's happening externally and you're not trying Mm -hmm. you're constantly a failure too right so it's just it's It's it doesn't work it's it you have to go inward and you have to get messy Mm. and and know that's where growth happens that's Mm -hmm. the point 
It's to be messy. Sometimes being messy is fun. Oh. Yeah, I'm finally owning yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And one of my guests yeah. like a long time ago said, messy is where the magic happens. Ooh, I like that. Ooh. Messy so true. is where the magic happens. Because you're taking that fear out, right? Mm-hmm. When we, mm-hmm. you know, we talk so much about this, but when you live uh, and your actions are dictated with that fear mentality, uh, you hinder yourself, right? When you free, yes. when you can free yourself from having to be perfect, from working towards perfection, when you're okay mm-hmm. with the mess, when you're okay with with what progress looks like and feels like and sounds like, you really and start taking it's not leaps untied. forward. It's not tied to the external thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you talked about, yeah. where that darkness came for you was the mm-hmm. external validation. And when you're tying it more into mm-hmm. the I matter and I'm worth trying on, I'm worth failing, mm-hmm. I'm worth messing up, and that doesn't change my worth. It's such a different way of living. And yeah. it's real growth. Like you actually grow in a such um, a, a exponential way, but a more worthwhile way, more fulfilling way. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful way to live. So interestingly, I, I've never considered myself a perfectionist. I still don't. But I, I think that experience with Jody. And you're smiling at me because I, I know I, people, mean, I feel like, like I'm going to smile at you. Like, well, yeah, uh-huh, <laughs> I, like would, I kid you not. When Jody said to Beck, like, I think, you you know, kind of nudging her towards the perfectionism. Mm-hmm. And I saw the look of shock on Becky's face. I was <laughs> really? like, wow, <laughs> seems like you're one of those people. That yeah, didn't think you I, were good enough. So that's what I was going to say is mm-hmm. I, I really genuinely don't consider myself that because yeah. I think the way that I was thinking of perfectionism was different it was mm-hmm. I don't perfect know. It, it doesn't right mm-hmm. you have to be perfect to be a perfectionist I, I maybe wait let's say that again yeah that's how you were I love it. that yeah perfectionism means that you're perfect well in your mind misconception you have to be you have to be perfect to qualify as a perfectionist you got I it I think Maggie. you're yeah. right mm-hmm. I think that's maybe why I didn't identify with that because I know that I'm not perfect of course mm-hmm. and so maybe I didn't but my point in bringing this up is that when Jody brought that up and apparently everyone that loves me and cares about me and knows me at all already knew the secret about mm-hmm. myself that I was not aware <laughs> of and that's why she was smiling because yeah anyone who knows me well is like uh you didn't know like you know what I mean right. anyway so when she brought that to my attention though and we did talk about it and you know why not do it and you know with tens mm-hmm. of thousands of people listening because why not why right? not why, like why not just go there bear your beautiful but soul it it was beautiful right but my point is like the freedom that I have felt with mm-hmm. acknowledging that tendency. I'm mm-hmm. not labeling myself. None of us should. Right. This is not about labels, boxes, yeah. or any of that. Yeah. But when I noticed or recognized and acknowledged and really appreciated that I have this tendency, mm-hmm. and then she taught me in that episode um, about the B minus mentality, mm-hmm. it has changed me in the smallest ways, in ways I haven't expected. It's mm-hmm. not like I changed as a person overnight, yeah. but it has freed me. And now I think about how much more I can do yes. and how much more I am capable of mm-hmm. with the mentality of, yeah, it's okay to have the perfectionist tendencies mm-hmm. and also being a B minus is amazing. Mm-hmm. Right. So show up. As there a B minus, yeah. instead of holding back on certain things that you feel like you can't do unless they're perfect. Definitely. It's been eye opening. So that's like, I just got to so say, like, that's why I and we are so excited that this serendipitous occasion of being able to talk with you more about perfectionism because it is, I think, it affects probably most of our listeners mm-hmm. and most of the women in our that. lives in some way. Sometimes it's more for people, sometimes it's less, but. Anyway, there's a spectrum there. There's a spectrum. Sure. Right. But you were talking about, you know, the mess. Talk, mm-hmm. talk to us a little bit more about that, and then I'm sure you have so much more to share. But yeah. when you say it's got to get real messy, mm-hmm. what does that look like? Yeah. Is that is that self-introspection? Is that what's the messy part for people when they start figuring out how to sort through all of this and move forward and actually yeah. have progress? Well, I think first the mess comes in kind of shattering the idea of what you think um, is possible, you know, in terms of if you like you were thinking about being a perfectionist, it had to be you had to be perfect to be that. Let's paint the picture of what a perfectionist looks like. A perfectionist is consumed by self-doubt, by inadequacies. They only see their failures and where they're not measuring up. They get obsessive. They get insecure and compare. You know, that mm-hmm. that's messy. Mm-hmm. Right? That's messy. And when you we have to shatter how people view and honor perfectionism first and see that that's messy in and of itself. And then you have to learn that 
growth is not linear. I mean, we've probably heard this. I mean, people mm-hmm. say it, but do you really believe that? Right. Because when you are a perfectionist, either you're overachieving or underachieving or anything mm-hmm. in between, you see other people's success and you discount that by thinking mm. it must have been so easy for them or they had mm-hmm. a leg up or you don't yes. see the hard work or the mess yes. it took for them to get there. Mm-hmm. And then you disqualify yourself from even trying right. because it should be easy. Mm-hmm. Like hard, hard is good. If you know that it's messy to grow and it's messy to work on something, whether that's yourself or if you have a business or a family or relationships, if you know that's the point, hard is good, mm-hmm. you're more willing to endure the mess and endure it well and, right. and keep going and see what's on the other side. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Totally. So you deal with the same things perfectionists deal, deal with. You deal with self-doubt. You deal mm-hmm. with self, you know criticism, comparison, insecurity, all those things, but from such a different place. Right. It's a place of saying, this is how it's supposed to feel. Mm-hmm. because I'm human and I'm going to keep going and keep trying and keep learning from the mistakes I do make and things that don't go well and it feels different mm-hmm. and I think you make different choices and yeah. you like I said earlier you grow in such an exponential way totally I have this so this thing I want to relate to this is so for a long time and I've talked about this on social media before but I have felt for the longest time like I was supposed to write a book, right? Mm. And as I was working with kind of like a, a business consultant, um, talking to him about just different things I wanted to do and, and the platform and the podcast and all these things and where it was heading, I was like, well, and then I'm going to write the book. And as I went throughout working with him, we kind of were talking a little bit about the book here and there. And he got really frustrated with me one day and was like, let's talk about the book. And I didn't understand why he was so frustrated because I was like, I told you, like, I'm going to write the book. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to write the book. And he was getting so frustrated and I couldn't figure it out. And finally it dawned on me. I was like, he is so frustrated at me because I keep saying I'm, I'm going to write the book. I'm going to. I write all this content all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hadn't started to write the book. Yeah. Mm. Like Delaying I was like, I'm huge. going to do it. I'm committing to do it. Mm. But the doing part hadn't happened. Yes. And I looked at like, why aren't I doing like with all this writing? Why aren't I like doing this? And I think it was that fear of like, if I give this a hundred thousand percent and nothing happens, mm-hmm. what then? Yes. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's Maybe it felt safer to me to keep that as like um, an abstract goal yeah. and even announce the goal and talk about the goal and never put the work in because I was maybe just subconsciously afraid that my best was not going to like be able to get the job done. You're okay. protecting yourself. Exactly. So like I'm super guilty of that. Mm-hmm. We won't go into those stories. But yeah. Like, girl, I am so relating to you. Yeah. And, I, and I'm Everyone talking about, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think a lot of people can relate to that. And I'm thinking of specific examples mm-hmm. within my professional life Yeah. that it, anyone who knows me at all knows that this is actually a really important piece of who I am. Like I love mm-hmm. the work that I do and all, yeah. of the, all of its varieties. It's very special to me and it makes me who I am and it's a, it's a piece of my life. And so I think... And and pray a lot about like my purpose in this work and so on and so forth and I think that there have been many commitments I have felt like I have made to myself mm-hmm. that I haven't even touched when it comes mm. to the real work mm-hmm. and they're going to be incredible but why haven't I started them yet because of what we're talking about mm-hmm. because I think of the fear yeah it's not the fear of not working hard you know yeah, you can work hard like, come on no, you I know I can work hard yes it's what is that fear right and so I want to go back to one thing that you said that you taught me about in one of the earliest episodes that we recorded together I think you were talking through stuff with Jameson I can't remember but mm-hmm. but you have to if you're going to ask yourself oh the what if game? the what if game yeah. and you have to finish that mm-hmm. so yeah what if you wrote a book <laughs> and yes. what if it doesn't meet the expectations that you have for it. Then what, Becky? Well, and so that was really what propelled the forward motion with the book was I was like, I got to the I got to the place that I said, Okay, hey, if if I write this book and one person reads it and that one person is my son or mm-hmm. my daughter or my grandkid or my husband or whoever I'll read it. Becky will read it. <laughs> I'll read it too. That's too. But even if that um even if those were the only people uh-huh. that ever read it, whether they liked it or not, I realized it didn't matter because the value of me moving forward and going through the process of writing the book 
really was more about me than it really was about anybody else. And hopefully people will benefit from it. But if they don't, but if totally, they don't, totally fine. That does not diminish my process. There it doesn't you go. diminish my work or the value of of what I create. Right. Though it will be great. It will. <laughs> It'll be amazing. Okay. Yeah, this is this is awesome. Like just talking through this, I like I already feel motivated about some of the things that I haven't started, the projects that I know that are valuable and will be incredible. Like just do the work. Just start, right? And yes. I preach this in certain yep. areas of my world of taking the first step because it is perfectionism, I think, is exactly what keeps You're a lot a of us. holding pattern. A yeah. lot. It is. A lot. And why does that happen? Because I'm, of fear. I mean, what right? you said, it really does come down to fear of failure. But even behind that, it's not fear of failure. It's fear of not being worthy. Mm-hmm. Not being good enough, not, not measuring being good up. Enough. Exactly. Yeah. And so when you're centering that into what really matters, I mean, one thing I like to do with myself and 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 women um, is talk about who do you want to be, mm-hmm. who do you want to be, and we get pretty specific on that. You can even think about that in a year. Like, who do you want to be in a year? What will your life look like? Mm-hmm. What will you be doing? What will you what will you be interested in? What emotions will you feel? Mm-hmm. And that's what you're going for. It's not so, and it's not actually so much about what you're doing. That's kind of connected to the, the, the vision you're getting of yourself. It's how you feel. Mm-hmm. So well, that's what you're aiming for. And no. that's why you can endure the mess because you're like, I want to be fulfilled. I want to be growing. I want to yeah. be purposeful. I want to be loving. And you can be that now and doing that now will build you towards that woman you want to be in mm-hmm. a year and doing those things you want to do. That is precisely why I love uh, that Stephen R. Covey has popularized, you know, that, that phrase of beginning with the end in mind when he wrote the book, oh, yeah. right? Seven mm-hmm. Habits of Highly Effective People. And that one is the like the biggest one that sticks mm-hmm. with me over and over and over again because it, like what you're illustrating, if one can envision exactly the precise feelings not just who you want to be but yeah. how do you want to feel a year from now or five mm-hmm. years from now or whatever that goal time frame is yeah that is that has to have a tremendous effect on the choices that now you're going to make every day yeah and every some day. women struggle with this because they don't they're like i don't know who who i want I don't, they, they attach it to the mm-hmm. how and mm-hmm. is that realistic or is right. it logical and that's where i say it's the motions but even then sometimes people struggle with that and mm-hmm. that's when you think well who do you I don't like to start this way, but if you need to get to it, right. some of these women who are listening might need to. Who do you not want to be? Who mm, do you? Right. How do you not want to feel? Right. And it's the opposite of that is what you want. So mm-hmm. one of my um, people I worked with, they're like, I want to feel, I don't want to feel um, insecure. Mm-hmm. I don't want to feel financially unstable. I don't want to feel depressed. And, and so the opposite of that is I want to feel connected to others. I want to feel financially stable. Mm-hmm. I want to feel fulfilled and happy. That's who you want to be. Right? Totally. That's a great exercise. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and, and by the way, to do something like that, if you're doing it on your own, because obviously you can have somebody, a best friend, a coach, or somebody working totally. through the spouse. But if you're doing that on your own, just a gentle reminder that you do need stillness in your life. You need mm-hmm. intentional time to just stop in your tracks and build in that stillness to really deeply ponder on that question, on these questions, so that you can figure that out. Because there's so much noise for all of us. There's so many messages all the time that I feel like mm, a lot of adults are not taking the time to really ponder about where they're going, like what their purpose is and who they do want to be and how they do want to feel. Well, Mm -hmm. and I think that's where teenagers, really this applies to anyone. I know for sure it's played into my life is at times when I have felt – unhappy or was like I was saying kind of like externally projecting like an inner chaos it was because Mm. I had this ideal and maybe this is where I bring it up because maybe this is where women are getting stuck is well I want to be a successful woman or I want to be a fulfilled woman and then trying to fill in what that looks and sounds like as where like the expectation of like a mom who has it all together Mm -hmm. or a wife who has it all together or a successful Whatever. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have these expectations and we're trying to fit ourselves into these boxes of what we think someone who is a successful mom or lawyer or whatever is supposed to be. We try to fit ourselves into these expectations that just don't work. That's why I love that it's not attached to like, I want to be a good mom 
well, no, what's deeper than that is the feelings, right? You, the yeah. feelings you get when you when you are showing control, up as a good mom. Exactly. Grat- you know, grateful, present. Right. So let me I ask love a question that. then. Let me ask a question. So let's say, let's say, uh, you know, I'm listening. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put myself in a box. I don't yeah. want to have a preconceived notion of what I think a successful human mm-hmm. being is, a successful yeah. Whatever. mom, wife, entrepreneur, cook, doesn't matter what, fill in the blank. I, I don't want to do that, but how do I not? How do you answer that? How do you? How does someone train themselves to not put unrealistic expectations of what it really isn't about in the first place? Is mm-hmm. my question making any sense? Because mm-hmm. well, that's a hard barrier to yeah. mm-hmm. penetrate. Like I, I'm not well, sure. Well, because you're dealing with like a lifetime of conditioning, essentially. Well, it's exactly what it is. Media and whatever Society, your circumstances are, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. families. Um. You know what I think it is, is if you are struggling to try to go against that mold that we've been given or that push or that outcome that we've been given, then I think you're doing it right Mm -hmm. because it will never disappear. Right. I still have those days where I think, oh, I need to be this and do that Mm -hmm. and feeling the guilt and shame about it. Or Mm -hmm. um, there's just a different feeling when it's I want to be this person Mm -hmm. or I should. Right. So right, I think if you right. are trying to go more towards about what really is who you want to be and who you are destined to be versus should mm-hmm. and what others are doing, if you're struggling with that, then you're doing it right because it will never be one or the other. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a constant mix of the two. And that's part of right. what the mess is too. Right. Like I said earlier, the mess is still insecure. It's still, mm-hmm. totally. like, you know, you still get caught up in those traps too. But if you're trying, that's the key. And it's, probably also key to be okay with the mess to yes. really embrace the mess is that part of what you're trying to illustrate here is like let's yeah. let's make that a part of exactly what progress is mm-hmm. right and we're talking yep. about progress over perfection and progress is messy perfection mm-hmm. is exhausting yeah like and unattainable yes. and unattainable there's also yes. that and isolating yeah. isolating yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and speaking of isolating, and we're probably completely off track to maybe where Monica, you were thought you thought we might go. So oh, I'm loving this. You cultivated good life right. podcast, Monica. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the way that we do life. But what I was going to point out is how interesting it is. If you could sit here with us, and you know, we're sitting here with Monica, and she is. I'm not going to look at you. you oh, okay. You're going to get embarrassed. But she's stunning, right? Like she looks like she's oh my babe. goodness, she's a babe, right? <laughs> you, you, you. You personify what many people would say is she's got it all. She's beautiful. She's a go-getter. She's mm-hmm. got a darling family. She's That is the cutest dress. And the earrings, I mean, girl, and the hair, <laughs> right? Like, you look at yeah. Hey, look, it's, it's Alt a- Summit. This is not my day-to-day life, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Truth. But, but I mean, you, 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 you personify, like, yep, she's got it all together. She's got it going on. And yet, what was the first thing that we learned about you is that mm-hmm. you – very, thank you for being honest and sharing that you went through a, a dark period mm-hmm. of toxic perfectionism to the point that you had suicidal thoughts. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hope not attempts, but even if you did, right? Like suicide no. was on your mind. Oh, yeah. That's a very serious, real thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one would look at Monica Packer and think that that has ever been an issue in her life. Yeah. And the reason I'm bringing this up and kind of full circling it back to that point is – I am so done and over mm-hmm. all of us being judgmental because yeah. we all do it. We don't mean to. It's exhausting. It's exhausting, mm-hmm. but we do it. We look at people mm-hmm. and we think these thoughts about how everyone has it together yeah. or that they don't and, mm-hmm. then, and that they're a hot mess. Can we stop yeah. for the love thinking so much about other people mm-hmm. and what our perception of them is and work more on our own personal progress? Like I just think that judgment is such a – it's, I don't know why it bothers me so much right now. I think because yeah. I've noticed it in myself that I have quickly come to assumptions mm-hmm. about people for, for better or for worse. And, mm-hmm. and why do I do that? I don't want to do that. I don't mean to do that. Mm-hmm. But I think we just need to make a more conscientious choice. I just have so much. Yeah, I like I feel like my, my uh, respect for you goes up knowing that about you. Mm-hmm. I already knew, and, you know, yeah, that you vice struggled. Versa. But when like, you know the struggles, you yeah. connect. It removes the isolation. It does. Mm-hmm. And it makes us all more empowered. I mean, that's the thing I learned. I mean, I didn't talk about to anyone about my eating disorders when I was going through them for many years, even after they weren't like a regular um, part of my, you know, minute to minute life, which mm-hmm. took years to get to. Did your husband know? Okay. This is one of those weird things. I thought I, I thought I was, he was the only person I 
thought I told. Mm -hmm. But like a year or two into our marriage, he said his sister had asked him, did Monica have an eating disorder? He's like, no. And I was like, well, what do you think that was? Mm -hmm. That, yes. And it's because I never spelled it out to him. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. I had never spelled out. I had said I struggled with food. I had struggled Mm -hmm. with with my body image and obsession mm-hmm. but i i still this has been a big struggle mm-hmm. for me even today this is what i'm struggling with right now is still being imperfect with the person closest to me mm-hmm. my husband mm-hmm. it has been that is still what yeah. i am working on every day because it's been a real battle for us and that's kind of the first example there mm-hmm. but the reason i didn't share about it with anyone is because i had the wrong eating disorder you know, oh, for, interesting. Yeah, for many because years. Because you, didn't, you mm. didn't fit what your expectation of someone with an eating disorder looked like, sounded like, yes. acted like. Because for many years, I mean, I was in ballet for mm-hmm. many years. And what I aspired to was to control and minimize the amount of food. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, biology kicks in after so many years of doing that. And I became a binge eater, mm-hmm. which was so shame-ridden. Yeah. So shame-ridden, especially because I can't throw up. Mm-hmm. I'm just one of those people. And I, I tried. Yeah. And I couldn't oh, find laxatives wow. in my apartment. You mm-hmm. know, I dug through all the medicine. But I knew if I went to the store and got it, I knew it was a, tr- a hole I would never be able to dig right. myself out of, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, that's why I, I wasn't honest about that struggle, mm-hmm. even like 10 years later. I mean, it took me that long to even say, and even then I couldn't say binging because it, was, right. it, was, right. it wasn't the right eating disorder. Mm-hmm. So wow. that's why I wasn't real about it in that way with the most important person in my life. Yeah. So there's there's a story for you, yeah. right? Like how it translates there. And it's still very much a part of who I am emotionally and mm-hmm. even being, and then physically, like, yeah, it's, it's there we, every we day. All, we all have those things, right? And I, I can totally relate to that. Mm-hmm. It, and I don't know where in my, like, upbringing or adolescence or whatever, but um, the person in the beginning of my marriage, I was, I was most – I was terrified. I was terrified mm. of like breaking down every barrier yeah. and having my husband be like, "Whoa, that's I the really totally you? bought a lemon." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want a returner. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it really did. It took it took a few years for yeah. me to like really break down, and it took that him like sense. conditioning me, honestly, conditioning yeah. me with yeah. like love yeah. and acceptance. Because I am married yeah. to the greatest man on earth. We all I know don't this. know if you've heard. No, <laughs> my husband's the greatest man on earth. But really, though, that, that you know, that's it's just so funny how we how we protect ourselves like that, and how really protecting that yourself and trying is. to withhold, not even withhold, but uphold, I guess, that image that mm-hmm. we think people want to see. How that isolates us, and how that actually keeps us from a growing mm-hmm. or b making real connection yeah right so it's a and service that, for everyone it, and it plays right. into that feeling of like oh i'm not worth it because if they only knew if they only knew i was like this or that if they only knew i had these thoughts then then they wouldn't love me or then i wouldn't yeah. be good enough and so monica with all of the work that you do through the podcast and you talk to a lot of people you do coaching and things like that what are some of those tools that you share that or even just a couple of things that you share with people that help them to overcome mm. these perfectionist tendencies um or rather focus more on the progress yeah like both Mm -hmm. either i know this is one of those not can of worms but kind of because it's so different for each person i said there's a spectrum you know point but i do think most people are the underachieving kind and their Mm -hmm. self-worth is so low and i feel like the ones who are more the overachieving kind they're so spread thin Mm-hmm. So such a different thing. Like some people need a kick in the pants and mm-hmm. to say you can try and you need to try and you need to fail. And others, it's you need to rein it in yeah. and you need to know what really matters to you mm-hmm. and cut out all the other stuff that you are doing to prove your worth. So I think ultimately it's kind of what we talked about, knowing who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And if you're not that person now, you can be. And it does involve action. Mm-hmm. I do think action matters. But one of the things I love to get down to is one thing at a time. Right. One thing. Good whether point. you're whether mm-hmm. you are needing to rein it in, right. rein it in one thing at a time, or whether you're needing to kick it up a notch, right. one thing at a time. The small attainable goals. Yes. That build towards success. Yeah. Definitely. And in my mindset, I mean, that's such the rage these days for a reason. It really matters so much. But what I've learned, um, there's this new 
um, psychology out there is connected to cognitive therapy, but it's called ACT, mm-hmm. and it's acceptance and commitment therapy. And it's basically like you, in order to change your thoughts, the research shows you have to do actions. Mm-hmm. You have to act like the thought you want to be. Mm-hmm. So, And that helps change your thoughts more than just thinking in your head mm-hmm. how you're going to change it. And that's what we do here. Mm-hmm. That it's might action. be part of where I just thought of this. Like maybe that's why affirmations, verbal affirmations or written affirmations somehow – putting that out there affirmations that work for people that mm-hmm. that do that maybe that's why it's effective because you're actually saying the things or I writing the so. things or recording the things so that is a form of action mm-hmm. i think action action is like the stuff i projects i have in my head that i haven't right. taken the first step on yeah. yet but but there's different forms of action mm-hmm. and i think it's it's anything that you can do and i do want to ask you it seems so simple one thing at a time focus on one mm-hmm. thing at a time that sounds really simple but you're emphasizing that for a reason and I, I believe that that's probably based on the experience that you've had personally and with other people. Mm-hmm. So why why are you emphasizing that? Do you feel like that people have the tendency or that mm-hmm. you've experienced your own personal tendency to try to change everything all at once? Oh, definitely. I mean, because look, we can identify definitely. who we want to be and how we want to feel in a who year. Has I mean, think list, about the I contrast mean, right? between, mm-hmm. I mean, January 1st and March 25th. Right. It's it's or, the or January seventh. Yes, yeah, <laughs> January seventh. Yeah. You know, firing in all cylinders. You right. have such excitement for it, but it mm-hmm. never works. It just doesn't it work. Just doesn't I mean, work. that is that is psychology too. Mm-hmm. It does well, not geez. work. Not only does it not work, but it's self sabotaging because yeah. you it's self defeating. You are. I, this is my own experience now. I set myself up for failure when mm-hmm. I do it that way. Yeah. When I think that I I really okay this this is the week this is the week. I will be hiking every morning and dinner on the table, homemade from scratch every night. But no sugar. Night. No, 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 no sugar. sugar. No, no, no carbs. No, no caffeine. <laughs> no caffeine. Yeah, yeah you, and I'm going to be the very best friend. Yeah, and right. I'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars this week. Right. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it just goes on, right? And obviously, yes. we're exaggerating, but really, like, how many of us have had goals or seasons mm-hmm. of goal setting yeah. where we're like this is it. I'm going to be the most amazing yeah. version of myself ever. And it's all going to happen today. Yeah. Like yeah. we do right. that. We do that. And you're right. Yep. It's because of excitement. We get motivated. Yeah. Well, we're we want to believe it's possible. And that's why I think we buy into this lie of perfectionism because we want to believe it exists so that we can aspire to it and others can admire us for right. the achieval, what we've achieved mm-hmm. in comparison. But like the one thing, you know, this last year I had a lot of big goals, big, big goals. And um, I was trying to narrow it down to, like, one thing that I knew would be the domino effect for everything else Mm. and not related to any of the goals but was the most important thing Mm -hmm. that would change everything for me was sleep. Wow. Sleep. And, I mean, I had huge goals. Like, get to this – get this many listens on that podcast, this many followers, start this website, start this Mm -hmm. program, start this – like, so many things. And even down to the small things about walking every day and connecting with my kids. And and everything was affected by my sleep. Whoa. Did you you know that pretty quickly? Did you just know as a human I'm sleep-deprived and I'm tired all the time and I know if I I get more – I feel like we are all like that, right? But we let it – we think that's – how it should be that's just the norm well that's the thing is as a culture we we praise it it, we praise it and even the corporate world people that need rest are weak right you know what i praise i praise sunday naps yeah (laughs) well you're you're on the right track i I have felt on the right track because i went through a season especially when we were new at starting this business where Mm -hmm. sleep deprivation was not what we aspired for it's not Mm -hmm. we weren't proud of it but we it was survival mode right like we did every we were spinning all the cylinders Mm -hmm. were going on full speed and kids and business and blah 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 and sleep deprivation kicked our tushes yeah. and now david and i both are like we can't can't do that you like, have to can't. and but the, i mean for me i think like this past year there was there was this was one of the hardest circumstantial years of our life i, I mean i don't have to make the whole list for you but i mean but circumstances that happen. things with my kids mm-hmm. you know a botched kitchen renovation finances that got run away with with mm-hmm. the person who did the botch renovation and it went on and on and on and on mm-hmm. but i mean you know all day when my jaw was killing me because i was grinding my yeah. teeth mm-hmm. at night and oh, wow. you know like just just small little signs like that but just like looking at my list of things i wanted to do and um i you know i was challenged to think about one thing that would change everything and i knew i just knew mm-hmm. if i could go to bed early and wake up early i could 
do this stuff. Right. Wow. I can do this. And did you believe that before you started on that path? Did you believe in your mind that that would be the case, that if you could get proper sleep, that that would change everything else? No, I don't think it was until I was like looking at my list and thinking about what is one thing in my life I can do now that will change everything, not even related mm-hmm. to my goals. Okay, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong. You shared a picture on your social media. Yeah, I did. Okay, we're going to get that picture for show notes. Monica shared a picture, and that totally just flashed back because yeah, okay. I, I follow me. I on social it. media. I do too, you know but me, I'm not good about I only follow up. lights because my feed is my light, and I want I only want to see light. <laughs> so you are on my feed. But she shared a picture kind of like pre-getting her sleep together and post-getting her sleep together. And the, Yeah, more the reverse. Oh. I shared it. Um, it was a year apart, like same kind of lighting, mm-hmm. same amount of a lot of makeup, you know, getting mm-hmm. your your headshots. Right. And it was a year apart and the only difference there was the amount of sleep I got. Was and sleep. I looked at and, least ten years older. Oh for real? No, because you saw this. I, I, I didn't I, see this. I, I, that's why I'm bringing it up say because it. I you was can like say it. I looked a no, lot older. It was older. a big difference. Whoa. Yes. Big. And I thought, oh my goodness. And actually I was reading Oh yeah. That was Whoa. a part of it. I got the pictures back and I was yeah. like, I don't look like myself at all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I look that so tired. Wild. And then I was like Monica, you are tired. You are tired. You only sleep four or five hours every night, Mm -hmm. and it's not your baby waking you up. It's you. You're Mm -hmm. up. You're Mm -hmm. alive at night, and this needs to stop. That wow. And as I as I saw that social media post, actually, as a team, we were all reading essentialism. Oh yeah. Have you read that, Monica? No, but I'm on hold for it, and it keeps coming on when I'm finishing up another book. Yeah, it is. There is a whole bunch about sleep in there. So good. Yeah, and I listened really, to the Sleep Revolution, uh, and that was one of the ones too. Like mm-hmm. I listened to that a few months ago, and I was like, "Yeah, we have it all wrong." But yeah, I, I'm excited. We're going to link that. that picture and show the notes book so is called like Essentialism mm-hmm. by Greg McGowan. By the way, Greg Great McGowan. Book. We're not really McGowan. McGowan. He's our friend Greg. It's by our friend Greg. He is our friend Greg. Yep. And if we could get him, that would be cool. Come chat with us. But anyway, it's Essentialism is a. Is a revolutionary look mm-hmm. at yeah, it's how changed we all a lot need of people's be... lives from yeah. what I hear. Mm-hmm. So no, it's it is so really good. good. And I can't wait to look up these pictures now. I'm super yeah, intrigued because I missed that. Drastic. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still experiencing. It's only been the past like month that I'm yeah. finally up to seven hours of night, and so I'm like, I still need to work on it. And it's something that you have to proactively work on. Like you, you have, have to, to be make committed. that choice, and it is a, it is a choice. Yeah. This is like well, like because you realize it's not. Your I mean, kids. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not. I'm not going to bed like with everything done ever. Yeah. Ouch. If I stayed up till everything was done, yeah, maybe no. in twenty to twenty-five years I'd go to bed. <laughs> I, I. But you know what I'm saying. And that's what the what mess is. Like. That, you have exactly. to just own the mess. You like it's not going to all be done ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. We all okay. So we all need to get more sleep. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, but your your point and how it applies to everybody listening is really that's a great point. Like identify the one thing that you yeah. know can affect everything else, and it's not might be therapy. Be sleep. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not sleep for everybody. Yeah, therapy mm-hmm. might be getting outside to go on a walk. Right. Like, that be moving your would body. change everything. Like mm-hmm. a ten minute walk. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be that you're prioritizing your marriage over your parenting or your friendship or your career or your hobbies or your whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it could just be a shift or vice versa. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think people really, really know. I think you know what yeah. you are neglecting the most. And mm-hmm. when you are held, that mirror is held up to you, mm-hmm. I think people will know. And that's, that's what Becky's talking about, taking the time for stillness, right? Is because yeah. it's really easy to distract ourselves where we're not really like listening easy. to the voice within, to the things we know. We already know and have all the information and tools, but taking the time to like say no to the distractions to be able to hear, mm-hmm. right? To be able to hear what we need to do. You can't do that. You can't do that when you're constantly distracted and in motion and you, you just can't. And you will not accidentally come across stillness on a regular basis. Not I'm just glad in my house. I'm glad that you've talked about this. I think for me, I get stillness while I'm actually walking, mm-hmm. but not distracted. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about point. not being distracted. Mm-hmm. That's, that's I hike. What it is. That's mm-hmm. my, I hike. Yes. Another still moment for Love me. That. I always call Becky when, when I have business ideas or inspiration because it happens a lot when I'm in the shower. Yes. Like when I'm having because you're not to be distracted. Clear, because she's I'm not, not calling me from the shower. <laughs> I'm not FaceTiming from <laughs> the shower. But I really do. I have. So hiking, we've talked about that many times. But when I'm in the shower, I'm alone every mm-hmm. time. And there is usually like, I, I don't have a phone or I'm not watching TV in the shower. It's like, the, it's a stillness. Still, it's a still time. Go, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But, you know, we've said it before, but I just want to remind people to create that, Mm -hmm. curate it, cultivate it, like make that happen, make those quiet moments happen. And no, stillness isn't about being physically still necessarily, although for some people that is the most effective. But um, the episode that we did with Hillary Weeks, All in Stillness, Mm -hmm. if you want to dive in deeper and hear more about that, is so phenomenal. But it's important for self-reflection. It's important tying all of us together. It's important for us to like really hone in and understand about ourselves, the things that we need to understand, which sometimes only come through those moments of stillness. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I feel really just grateful, Monica, for what you're sharing, because Thank it is you, really like, so it's valuable. It's and that needed. Is, it is it needed. It is so yeah. needed. I wish everybody could hear Monica's message and, and what she talks about. She is such a force on that like army yeah. for good in combating all those things that we're all terrified about. Mm-hmm. The rise in anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and social media addiction and self-worth issues, not just with ourselves, but now this is bleeding over into our kids and it's it's becoming a really um, consuming fear cycle, right? And by the way, it doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't. Let's and it not with make us. it a scary thing. Yeah, let's, let's just kind of grab both Horns the, with yeah. the, what's the, the saying? bull by the horns. Grab the, <laughs> or, oh, I, grab I, the would, horns. I would have said it the way you did. <laughs> grab the horns we've got on the bull. Huh? <laughs> you guys, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Grab those things and grab, Just them, grab tight. them tight. And, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and and uh, and be intentional. Be intentional about the change that you know is in you, and not because not because you're not already awesome. Because I think we or all not because you feel like you're supposed to or you should don't have right. to prove it. Yeah, right, right. But we're we each hold so much more value than any of us can recognize. I know that I know that you guys believe that as well. And I really, really wish that everyone could see themselves the way that God sees them. Yeah. And and because that's just not possible, we're all human. I think we just need to have trust and faith in ourselves to know that we're we're doing great. Yeah. We're doing great. We can always do better. That's what progress is. But it's not about perfection. That's The goal is not that we're going to be perfect this year, next year, or before we die. It's just that's not mm-hmm. – that isn't the goal, right? Yeah. But progress is – progress is messy. Messy mm-hmm. is beautiful. Yes. You're knowing and it all. And hard is good. the horns by yeah, the Hard is good. <laughs> hard is good. Right? If, it, yeah. We've talked about that before, right? Opposition. Yeah. It, you know, opposition mm-hmm. means mm-hmm. that there's force on both sides. That's and right. so recognize yes. the force on your that side of awesome. the opposition Ooh. that you're pushing and you're strong. And that's why there's an opposed. If you were weak, it wouldn't be opposition. Truth. It would be running you over. That's amazing. Truth. That's Monica, amazing. where can everyone find you? How do they learn yeah. more about you and and your goodness i'm i'm pretty much everywhere um about progress about progress.com and i love i love instagram and i hate instagram it's <laughs> you know i i love it for connecting though i really think yeah. there is a powerful community of women doing good things on instagram mm-hmm. on the internet and you two are definitely those women but even the people showing up the people in the comments yeah. in the community i just genuinely love them and i learn so much from the women who show up there so i would mm-hmm. love to see them around well you say yes. you love it and you hate it and you know i can't ignore that because you know, i can't <laughs> it's it's just true right yeah and, that's but, part of the mess but that is mm-hmm, part yeah. of the mess and we get to choose Instagram specifically, we get to choose, like Mm -hmm. you were saying, Becky, you only want to follow, consume, Mm -hmm. be a part of anything. I don't follow people ever out of expectation. Essential. Mm -hmm. I just don't. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't love anyone else more than I love my ability to maintain my light, Mm -hmm. and so I only follow people Mm -hmm. that that bring that to me, Mm -hmm. and I take away the expectation of anything else. That's possibly the most important thing that somebody may have just needed to hear yeah because we all could be a little bit mm-hmm. better and selective yes. with how we consume and then that way yeah. then we don't hate instagram at all right yeah. we love it we just know that there's you know there's yeah. misuses of it but mm-hmm. it's it is an incredible tool for good it yeah. is an incredible tool yeah anyway this has been remarkable thank, thank you, you so I'm much monica so grateful i got to be here thank you both so You're, much we're gonna have to have you back because i feel like i, I could talk to you for it. six hours i, I did too <laughs> and announcement i have not fallen through this the class. Class. Yeah, i know thank good you thank job, you becky well watch be one of us in the chairs first small attainable goals right <laughs> <laughs> 
know. I'm so I'm impressed and really delighted. <laughs> anyway, okay, so we love you guys. You know that. And it means so much to us and Monica for that matter. Mm-hmm. When you when you share about our podcast, yeah. it really means a lot. And yeah, that's everything. It's been like such a delight to be able to podcast with a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Just because yes. it's so fun because you're you're in this world that is yeah. a unique world. It's a unique world, it's right? It's such like, a cool I'm telling you though creating creating a space I'm I've been so impressed with how many like you were saying how many strong amazing people out there yes. working I'm seeing more good in the world because I'm looking for it because mm-hmm. there is a space for it and I'm helping to create that space and we all can create that space and it's just bringing Absolutely. so much hope and joy to my life I just Absolutely. love it so much and of course we've told you this but head to about progress check it out mm-hmm. leave a review podcasts Thank kind of you. live and die off of reviews and yeah. so please when you see content that you appreciate it's all free we mm-hmm. love doing it please take the time to leave a review because that will help the podcast grow and that is what keeps us surviving in the podcast world so absolutely the reviews it. and just sharing it organically with those that are mm-hmm. in your life and on your social media and all of that it's all good we appreciate all of it. it means a lot and as you continue on with your day and your week and you're doing your very best to have progress be okay with the mess being okay with the mess and cultivating a good life we hope that you feel us cheering you on we are really grateful that you're a part of this community this greater community really Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. of people who are just trying their best to do their best that's really what it's about yeah anyway all right thank you again monica thanks Thanks so much for having me i appreciate it thanks for this serendipitous moment i know we will be with you guys next week take care look that way well am i i just want to make sure i wasn't reading out actually what you know okay am i good did you need to hear me talking is it that's a no that's a hard well just keep talking okay what does that mean though is it echoey oh that was really good what i just did so you can stay where you are okay i never got the affirming that i was because you don't sound amazing oh okay (laughs) keep going You guys, I have to tell you something. I'm 90% sure my makeup was stolen out of my car yesterday. This isn't good. This is my greatest fear. I'd rather you steal my wallet than my cosmetics bag. Why? So I am sitting here fresh-faced and dewy. You look good. You look dewy. Well, thanks. We're going to resolve this problem. What happened? It's just gone. Well, You can't find it. I left my car unlocked at my kid's school. Like a smarty pants? I just choose to not live in fear of burglary and may have paid the price yesterday. Okay, I don't live in fear, but I lock my doors 100% of the time. And it has nothing to do with fear. It has everything to do with habit. Intelligence also? Also intelligence. intelligence. (laughs) So my makeup may be gone, which glass half full might mean that I might be able to go on a great cosmetic shopping spree today. I'm really Glass half empty. You might need to get used to seeing me not in makeup for the next seven to ten days. Thank goodness. You're I know. Good. It's going to be good great. I am not mad oh, about it. You just got to give it a sorry. second. Give it a second. Give it a just minute. Take a moment. Okay. Okay. <laughs>